Hello, universe. This be the B, registered nurse from retired United States Navy, on a mission to promote health, wellness, but most importantly, happiness. And you have tuned in to the right show. We are live, on air, unedited, uninterrupted. That's why I do a commercial before my show, because I want y'all to know that um, you have my undivided attention just like the rest of this living room because that's what i that's how i do things that's how i roll is i i i'm gonna flip my shoes off right now i've had a long day because i i like to stay busy i that's what i'm doing in life right now i'm just staying busy and today has been uh on the go kind of day on the go show kind of day but right now i got my feet up I'm looking at one of my, uh, uh, I'm looking at my favorite child. And this, you, you gotta say that when, when you're with your child, when you're alone with your kids. Just, I don't care if you got 15 of them. Just whenever you're alone with any of your kids, just say, you're my favorite child. Hey, Madeline, Mad Ray, you're my favorite child. You know that, right? I tell all my kids when I'm alone with them, you're my favorite child. And, and don't don't tell any of the other kids you're my favorite. Hey, you're my favorite. Matt, Matt Ray, you know you're my favorite, right? You know that, right? Matt Ray, she won't say anything because she doesn't want anyone to know that she's in the room. Stella, would you like to say anything? Um, so we have a guest uh, on my show today. And it is uh, Feeny. Feeny Sunshine, say hello. Say hello. Peter. Peter Parker, would you like to say anything? Peter Parker is live here in my living room for the show. Peter Parker. Peter Parker uh, lives with us. I don't know if you all know that, that I live with Peter Parker. Uh, Moses is outside right now. I also live with Moses. And Stella, Stella's uh, my cat. She is 21 years old. She no longer grooms. So I don't know if anyone else has a uh, up in age, wise and wonderful, uh, furry friend uh, with whiskers, four legs, and uh, can I say cat? She has given me authorization to say cat. I guess it's politically correct when we're dealing with furry friends. She has been living with me for 21 years, and um, I I started uh, uh, six months ago. I started grooming for her, and I talked to the vet about bringing her to a um, groomer, a cat groomer. In fact, I talked to the dog groomer about where I could get a referral to a cat groomer, and they said, oh, go ahead, but it might be a little traumatic on her since she's never been to a a groomer so anyway that should survey the scene what i'm doing today i'm not in studio but i wanted to let you know that i care i dare to care about my listeners i want you to know that i am here for you and i'm doing a show as often as i can to let you know what's going on here in my world 
And, and I hope that you connect with me because I want to listen to what's going on in your world, especially in other countries, like especially Sweden, Norway, Taiwan, uh, Sudan, um, Vietnam, uh, Cambodia, uh, uh, all the places I've never been because uh, people tell me, don't go there. You never come back. Of course I will come back. There are people living there. If there was nobody there, then, you know, there's people everywhere. You know, you just have to know the culture and, uh, you know, how to travel. Like, if I have to, you know, dress up like a, you know, how, how I need to dress and how I need to behave and, you know, things of that nature. But the meat and potatoes of today's show is be busy. Be busy, people. Be busy. Uh, keep yourself busy. A body in motion stays in motion. And I have been doing a lot of meditating, and I have decided I'm not going to die in a bed. I don't want to have a deathbed. I want I want to just die standing up. Like when I'm like 98 or 100, I'm just going to wander out into the desert and just disappear. I'm just going to disappear. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want nobody to know it. I, just be like, I don't know, mom went out for a walk. It's just been a couple days. It's been a couple days. My favorite child right here will be like, it's been a couple days. Where? I hope she acts like she does when one of her kids, when she can't find Peter Parker. Peter Parker sitting over here. Peter, you don't have anything to say? We were going to talk about Peter Parker in a minute. Peter Parker, he climbs all over the place. And you don't have anything to say. Everybody knows who Peter Parker is, right? Okay. Anyway, whenever Mad Ray can't find Peter Parker, she loses her mind. So I hope when I disappear, everybody knows what happens when Peter Parker disappears, right? He turns into Spider-Man. But when Peter Parker disappears, Madeline loses her mind. Or Mad Ray loses her mind. She's like, what happened to Peter Parker? Where's Peter Parker? I can't find Peter Parker. And I hope when I become elderly and I decide to do my final walkabout. If you're in Australia, you know what a walkabout is. If you don't know what a walkabout is, you have to find an Australian and say, hey, G-mate. What's a walkabout? I was listening to Nurse to be, aka Orzen, aka Debbie, a- aka uh, uh, Wild Web on the Wild Deb on the web, and she said walkabout. I don't know what that means. She told me that was my homework, and I need to find out. Anyways, when I do my final walkabout, uh, I hope Mad Ray, my favorite child, um, y'all know about calling your kids your favorite when you're alone with your child children uh whatever child it is that's your favorite child wink wink y'all know what i'm doing and tell them don't tell the other children anyway when i do my favorite walkabout i hope mad ray will act like she does when peter parker disappears and she'll be like oh my god where's mom i can't find mom i don't know where she is she i don't know where she is and i know my oldest daughter will be like does it really matter like who cares like she's annoying 
and then my son will be like, she she wandered off again. We need to go find her. And my son will probably be in the future, so they'll probably have one of those hovercraft cars. Because those will be the cars of the future, those hovercraft cars, not these electric cars. Man, you should see me fly by a Tesla in my stick shift car. You can't compete. I'm telling... Sidebar note, here we go. I don't, they're a fad. They're going to not last long. Go ahead and I'm going to give you a little test thing. Any battery, I don't care. You go ahead, those little flowers or any of those little solar lights, those solar batteries, they're they're junk. They're junk. Nothing can, nothing can compare with a combustible engine. The power, they're making electric Jeeps. Them electric Jeeps ain't... No good. Go ahead and take your cell phone. Them lithium batteries. Skiing. Eh, don't work. Go ahead and take your lithium battery cell phone to the beach. Wait till it hits 200 degrees. Eh, or those batteries, the, the solar batteries out here in Arizona, them solar sun batteries, they only last about five years. But, yeah, in the car, times of maybe 30, 40... They're not going to be on the road. And I'm telling you, all those people inventing these electric cars, they're going to be running. That's why he's trying to go to Mars. Because he's going to need to go to Mars when everybody finds out that this is a sham. Anyway, back to the meat and potatoes of the show. Keep busy. And then when you're done, I, I'm going to be so busy. Even if I'm busy doing nothing, I'm busy. Ask me if I can help you with something. I'll say, I know I'm busy. I'm busy doing say, no, not. I say, yeah, I'm busy doing nothing. Peter Parker and me, when we disappear, everybody knows what we're doing. We're turning into superheroes. That's what we're doing. And if if I disappear as an elderly, wise, and wonderful person out into the wilderness, Wild West Deb on the web, if I, Wild Deb on the web, when I disappear as a wise and wonderful person, just know, maybe, maybe I've met my last walkabout or my demise. Or maybe I've turned into a superhero. You don't know. You don't know. Anyway, Peter Parker over there is not saying anything. And uh, I just want you to know, this has been Ass Talk Radio. And I am Nurse DB slash DB slash DB. DB, DB. Those are my initials too. DB, 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 DB. Anyway, my FaceTime virtual... Uh, board op is giving me the 30 second mark and I got to get back to my busy doing nothing stuff and Mad Ray over there I know she can hear me even though she's got her earmuffs in her her airpods wherever they are Mad Ray and she's got her oh by the way sidebar uh did you know they make uh vertigo and uh nauseating uh wristbands check them out if you have nausea or vomiting problems, you don't need a bunch of medicine. I've been trying to tell people this. This is just a nurse, uh, nurse to be necessity. If you have nausea, or if you've got a drunk friend in your car and they are about to throw up, you can get these acupuncture bracelets, and you can be like, push on their acupuncture point and say, "Don't you dare throw up in my car! Don't do it!" And they work. They really do. So, just FYI, you learn something new every day. Nausea and vomiting acupuncture bracelets work. 
They'll work for chemotherapy, uh, nausea, vomiting. They'll work for morning sickness, vomiting. And they'll work for a stupid drunk friend that you might have in your car that you don't want them to throw up a Boone's Farm uh, all over your windshield in the passenger seat. It, it, it might have, if it's happened. I had a personal experience with that. And I was like, I'm so sorry, T.O. I didn't. Well, her name wasn't T.O. at the time. It was Terry. But Terry, if I would have known about those bracelets back in the day, I would have pushed my acupuncture point into Boone's Farm. Would have never went all over windshield. Just FYI. Apology belated. Better than never. Okay. Just let you know. So that has been the Ask Talk Radio Show for today. And uh, I've gone over as usual. So thank you listeners from Sudan to Norway to Taiwan. Oh, Brazil and Portugal. Oh, thank you. Gracias. And I don't know how to say it in Portugal. Portugal is so hard to speak. I'm going to have to work on my Portugal. And um, uh, shukran. And okay, so there we go. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And buzz out. Till next time. This has been The Bee. And... Good morning, planet Earth. This be the bee, registered nurse and retired United States Navy on a mission to promote health, wellness, but most importantly, people, happiness. And I have been, th- do not give me that. I have my board up on FaceTime. It, it doesn't matter. You can't get away from, you think you're going to do something without being tamed but you're not if you're in the business uh show business or any kind of business and they and you think you're gonna there's always gonna be a puppet master i'm I'm telling you somewhere what do you want board op what did i do now no i'm fine They want me to pause intermittently because we're going to be putting music in. (laughs) Oh, God. Actually, I want to say a shout out um, to doctors today. We're going to talk about doctors and how to behave yourself at the doctor's office. Um, I recently had an experience where I was very confident and comfortable with my uh, care provider. I had a care provider for 15 years. Y'all can guess what he was. And um, I had a sudden change. And of course, uh, being the way I am, I often have to see, well, I like to see a mental health care provider because uh, I often get called, told I'm crazy. So especially by family members. So I like to see a board certified psychiatrist at least at least twice a year so that I can go in and they can say, no, no, Deb, it's not you. 
it's the rest of the world. I just, I want it on paper. I want it on paper, uh, on my mental health record somewhere that I'm just a public nuisance. Um, I get a clear, you know, just get it cleared there so that when people come up to you and they say, you are so crazy. You can say, uh, excuse me, are you a board certified, uh, psychiatrist no you're not thank you very much uh but no thank you have a nice day you know when people say that it's really it's it's really um it's kind of like uh it's like the opposite now if somebody tells you have a nice day it's more like get out of my face get out of my face it's a nice way of saying Get out of my face. Have a nice day. Or I'm not, I don't give it bleep, 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 what you have to say. So anyway, I I want to talk about doctors. Uh, back to the meat potatoes of my uh, segment here. Um, especially mel- mental health care providers. And I'm on a more serious note. Uh, with a lot of stressors, I, I like to look at psychiatry as more of a coping in crisis uh, clinic. Uh, because more on a serious note, I think everyone should find a mental health care provider. Because on a holistic level, the body, mind, and spirit holistically needs to be addressed. And I know there's a stigma on mental health. But really, find yourself... A, a clinician and know their discipline. Uh, first, start with a board-certified psychiatrist because in a lot of states, you don't have to be a board-certified psychiatrist to treat mental illness or mental health crises, and it is imperative that you are because they're. It's a very skilled thing when you're taking care of mental health because it's subjective data social behavioral sciences is completely different that's that's a field that i i agree with because it's a tangible objective data that you're working with and psychiatry there is subjective and objective data that you work with but when you're a board certified psychiatrist you're trained to look at somebody and read through that subjective data that the, the client is giving you and you can help them with the medications because if it, well you should be an active participant in plan of care if you don't want to take medication there are therapeutic interventions like um for instance, I don't like noise, uh, and uh, my sleep is very important to me. So that's one thing I discuss: is sleep, because my teenagers are always slamming and banging and crashing because they're nocturnal creatures. It's true, teenagers are nocturnal. They are. I don't even know why they do school for them during the day. They should do school at night for teenagers. They will, and they'll they will perform better at night for teenagers. But my point is. Um, the primary purpose of this uh, nugget of something is um, for all doctors, whenever you get a change in a healthcare provider, it's, it could be a very big stressor. And 
trust in the doctor. And if you're a big Bible thumper, there is there's there's passages in the Bible that says God in Shahala. There's another time where you could say that in Shahala means God's will. If God allows or the universe allows someone to become a physician, it's it's by the grace of God, you know, that that happens. I mean, it's very difficult to get a doctorate degree in any field or any subject, let alone become a doctor. And when they go for their uh, throughout their training and they actually get to the hospital to touch a patient, it's not easy on them. It's kind of like, you know, for nurses, we can relate to it because we do, well, now we do fellowships kind of like they do and internships, but it's not easy for them. Uh, and they're very hard. The older doctors are very hard on them. And the nurses, the, the nurses, the old school nurses are very hard on them too when they're writing orders, whether it be a, a, in their psychiatry rotation or whatever. And then when they pick a field like psychiatry, because we're, or internal medicine or family practice. That's another whole seven years for them to get board certified in any specialty, whether it's uh, OBGYN or uh, psychiatry. And then they have to take more tests to get board certified in that. Uh, And that's difficult. So the meat and potatoes of this show is be an active participant in your treatment plan. Now the treatment plan And the care plan, which is the nursing, are two separate things. And the the treatment plan is an integral part of the care plan, of the nursing care plan. I know this is a little confusing, but the the nugget is something. This is why he's giving, this is what he's shaking. Shake your head at me. My board op is shaking his head. The focusing director is going, she's going all over the place. I don't need a focusing sheet. I'm on this. So pay attention. When you get a new doctor... Even if you've had the same doctor 15 years, put your trust and faith in the doctor and in you that at some point you will grow to be a team in your therapeutic uh, interventions that will come to give you what you need. It took me three years to uh, trust uh, in the process of uh, the, the care that I was getting because I was going to give up on the healthcare system and I started to be like I'm not doing good like I uh, because I I like to find uh, team members doctors and nurses uh, like once a year see a doctor and then you know two times a year see a shrink Uh, but when you got a shrink uh, I'm very picky about a mental health care provider because I like to talk, you know, uh, you can see I like I like to talk. But I'm very picky because if I meet the wrong shrink, they'll probably put me in a mental home for the rest of my life. But if I meet the right shrink, he can see through uh, the, the clown into the frowns. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, girl? You know what I'm saying? But there is important because uh, if you have a psychiatrist and you have a, a medical health team, as you age and you find these people that want to call you crazy or hazy or mazy or say that you're debilitated, 
you will have a healthcare team behind you. And none of your children will be able to put you in a mental home or care home because you have a strong healthcare team that says, no, she's competent. She may be crazy, but she's not hazy or mazy. You know, I have a document about her baseline. She was always like this. Or, so my point is to you, is always have some sort of document about what you were like when you were coming up in age. So when you are elderly, they know what you were like. Oh yeah, she always used to leave the stool on. That's why she has a tea kettle on there. So when she puts the tea uh, pot back on there, she knows if she leaves the stove on because it will whistle. There's certain things that people up in age did when they were younger that may look like there's something wrong with them and it's not it's just the way they've always been you see now if I was an elderly person and I were to rant and rave and go on rhetorics y'all would put me in a mental institution or a care home but no I've always been this way and if you were to take me out of my home I would be lost because I do a you know do a routine so my point of the story is is that as you age and you get up in age, your your healthcare team is going to retire and you're going to be looking for a younger group of people and it's going to be very uncomfortable because the doctor's going to look like Doogie Hauser, and you're going to be like, I don't want this kid to take care of me. He's the same age as my daughter. And I know she don't know what the hell she's doing. So, um, but... Once you do settle into a younger care group of people, like a younger do- doctor and a younger shrink and, uh, and a dentist, actually, I don't have to, my dent. Actually, I did get a new dentist this year, too. Um, then you're good to go because for the next 20 years or so, you have that young team and then you're, you're good to go. And that's it. But it's that transition around 50 where your, your, your care team, your doctor, your dentist, and your shrink and all that fiddle-faddle, your health care team retires and you get tra- it's, it's a little scary because these young kids walk in and you're like, oh, no, uh-uh, I, no, you're not, you don't know me, uh-uh, no, you're not, I'm not, no. You're not working on my teeth. Oh, hell no. I am not telling that shrink nothing about... He done put me in a Montel Institute. And then, the, actually, my primary care doctor, he's an, old, he's an old Italian guy. He's so funny. He's like, whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever. And I told him I was going to go to a sleep study. He goes, why? You, you going to... Why are you going to waste your time with that? You know you're not going to wear the mask. I said, yeah. Who wants to wear a Darth Vader mask uh, so that you don't die in your sleep for the sleep apnea? We all, don't you want to die softly in your sleep? Why would you want to? <laughs> I'm not wearing that Darth Vader mask. Why am I going to a sleep study? I know. Look, my English grandmother had it right. This is how you live life. Eat when you're tired. Wait, I messed it up. Eat when you are hungry. Drink when you are dry. Sleep when you are tired. Wake before you die. Keep it simple, people.
Do I need to say it again? Rewind it. And if you want to go to the drink, go. It'll keep your kids from calling you crazy. And you can say, you're not my psychiatrist. And then what they tell you is, save it for your shrink, mom. We don't want to hear it. Save it for your shrink. But in the meantime, this is your nugget of nothing. Get this from the mean potatoes of my show. I know I'm going over. Stop. People trying to pop, pop, Pinocchio me around. Anyway. Not your puppet. Anyways. This is your nugget of nothing. Here we go. For the 15, mar- 15 minute mark. Okay. Eat when you are hungry. Drink when you are dry. Sleep when you are tired. Wake before you die. Remember that. This has been the B for Ask Talk Radio, and you have been here with me. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you on the next. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you. And this has been it. And thank you. And out. Buzz out. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. And cut. And scene. Cut. Thank you.